You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. All right. Well, to welcome to today's episode, Farming Assets. And if you're watching on our YouTube channel, Asset Coach and Tax Strategist, welcome. And if you're not a subscriber yet, please feel free to go ahead and subscribe and join the tribe, so to speak, join the community, the ecosystem that we're building and trying to develop an educational platform process for small business owners or those that are looking to become a small business owner. And so I've been away for a little bit. And so I've had a little gap from the last episode to now. So I apologize. I was actually in on a business trip looking at another brand, another franchise brand. So that led me to, hey, Bob, why don't you just tell the audience why farming assets? What What's the point of farming assets and the mindset that you're trying to convey to business owners? And so that's what today's episode is going to be about. And if you like what you hear, please feel free to give us a thumbs up or say thank you or give some kind of comment down there. If you have some questions, provide some questions and, and we'll love to give you some feedback and some of our opinions. We all have opinions, so we'd love to share our opinion as well. So why farming assets? What's the point of it? Well, one of the things I realize is I'm a much better learner when I'm put in a position to where there's a story. There's something that that I'm learning that I could kind of look at as a comparable, some kind of experience that I've already had that allows me to understand that, that visualization, right? And they talk about that in all these learning studies and philosophies or whatever, but uh, we're not going to go into there. That's certainly not my expertise. But why farming assets? Well, let me take a few steps back and look at economic termites first. Economic termites was my first book I wrote where I was sitting there trying to figure out how do I communicate to my business owners issues, problems, whether they see them as problems or not, but these are problems that arise. And we actually don't visualize or see them or experience them as problems until they already occur. And at that point, it's too late, right? And that led me to the term termites. I'm like, oh, we all know when we have a termite problem, that damage has already been accomplished. It's done, right? So economically, we have the same thing. There's five major termites. In the book, we talk about four. Taxes, inflation, time, laws and regulations. And the fifth termite that's not in the book is debt, okay? Now, And the reason for that is debt kind of deserves its own book or volume of books. There's It's such a instrumental part of the economy in society. It depends on what the purpose is. So for example, and you may have heard me say this before, and I may have said it before on this podcast or one of my other videos, but let's say right in front of you, you have a stack of $10,000. It could be in 100 bills or 20 bills. It doesn't matter. It's a stack of $10,000 sitting on your table or desk in front of you. What is that value? What is that worth? Now, I have people say, oh, well, it's worth $10,000. Or, well, if we looked at inflation or what... Is it going to be taxed, right? People bring up these economic termites. But the reality is, is that $10,000, that stack of paper is just that, a stack of paper. It's worth nothing. It's worth nothing until you take that stack of paper and you put it into productivity. That is the key. And so understanding economic termites and taxes, inflation, time, laws and regulations and debt of the productivity 
of that stack of paper. That's what's important. And so that kind of leads us to farming assets. Now, before I jump into farming assets, let me talk about the queen of the economic termites. The queen of the economic termites is laws and regulations. Now, why do I say that? Well, simply put, our politicians, our lawmakers make laws that affect all of those other termites. They create issues. Now, a lot of times they're doing it out of the good of their heart or they're trying to help their constituents or whatever the case may be. And there's always two sides of those decisions or those laws, those that are helped by it, and those that are hurt by it. Right. And you don't know which side you're on until it happens. <laughs> the termite exists. And so their decisions affect taxes, inflation, time, debt, right? And so that's why I wanted to make sure we we start there as a baseline. And that led me to, oh my goodness, okay. So Robert Kiyosaki and Rich Dad, Poor Dad says, an asset is something that creates income. So obviously a liability is the opposite, right? Something that takes, that needs income, that it is, it's an expense, it's a liability, it's, it's costing you something. Sort of, sort of. Liabilities could be used as assets, okay? So for example, let's say that $10,000 stacks of paper was borrowed by the bank. Now there's a cost associated with that. So let's say a 3% cost for that borrowing of that. Now, if that stack of paper just sat there, then yeah, inflation would eat that away, but also the 3% of the fees or the interest that we have to pay the bank to have that stack of money. So what do we do with that stack of money when we usually leverage or get a loan? We take that liability and we put it into something else that creates a asset to generate income, don't we? Whether it's machinery, whether it's another business, whether it's a marketing, it's always used to try to generate an asset, meaning income. Always. It's an accounting balance of the, the accounting tables. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when you know that then, whoa, hang on a second. Then what kind of assets do I want? That's the key. What kind of farmer do I want? What kind of crops do I want to grow? Now, I love watching YouTube. And there's a there's one farmer. She and her husband are working their family farms. And they're in Nebraska. And they farm soybeans and corn. And there's different purposes of the types of corn and the harvest that they 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 harvest and they grow and they farm. And then the soybeans and there's certain types of temperatures and there's certain times of the year and all this all this stuff that's necessary. Now they have tools and equipments and machinery and a process to turn that field into an asset. Okay, and we as consumers benefit from that, don't we? Yes. So we're connected. So when I'm looking at a farmer, I need to figure out what kind of farmer do I want to be? I want to be a farmer. Now, what if I'm an orange tree farmer, a citrus tree farmer, right? And do most citrus plants require a similar type of weather or environment? Probably. I'm not a citrus farmer, but my guess would be, yeah, since they're in the kind of the same category of citrus. So I can have rows of oranges, I can have rows of tangerines, of grapefruits, of limes, of lemons, and so on and so forth. But when I plant 
that first little seedling, maybe not a little seed, right? But maybe I do a little tree, a little, you know, cute little thing. It looks, you know, it's one stick sticking up and we put some protections around it and we give it and we water it and we soil it and right. And we fertilize it and we take good care of it and we nurture that, don't we? Now, isn't that just like when you started your business, right? You planted the seed. The seed was, hey, I want to be a mechanic. Well, I can't do mechanicing in my garage or my driveway in front of my house. So maybe I should go find a spot and you go lease a spot and you nurture that spot and you build signage, right? And you're protecting that and you're trying to what? Drive traffic. You're trying to grow that asset, just like a farmer's trying to grow his orange tree. And after the first year, you know what? That farmer may start seeing little buds of oranges. Not a lot, just a few to where he goes, hey, what I'm doing is working. Now, isn't that true in our business where we go and we, after the first year, we may see some buds, but we may not see a total benefit of what our individually, that seed that was planted visually, what I want to accomplish. So what do you do? You put more time and energy. You get up early in the morning. You go toil the fields. You go toil and you do certain aspects of farming, whether you want to or not, there are days you go home and you're like, man, what a crappy day. <laughs> I feel like I got zero accomplished. But yet each task you did was to help the next day or the next season bear those fruits. Isn't that true as a business owner? There's times where you have issues with suppliers and you just want to like put your fist through the wall. You just want to scream to the heavens, right? Please, what kind of employees, what material issues, client, customer issues, right? Product and service issues, right? That we always have these different things. Now in the farming world, I don't know what farmers deal with, but I would imagine weeds. I would imagine weather, right? Too much watering, mistakes made. Your machinery equipment actually accidentally clips a couple of trees and then cuts them in half. And now those are worthless, right? There's different issues. But that's the thing is that as a business owner, you're not always going to yield successes every day. Now, what kind of trees, what kind of, what kind of farmer do you want to be? And that just, that's dependent on your business as well. Hey, do I want a business that I, I need cost of goods? I mean, I have to buy materials and I got to make a widget and I sell a widget. Or do I want to be service-based where I'm providing a service and there's no cost of goods, meaning I'm not buying any materials or services. I just have my computer and my mind and my ideas, right? It depends. Now, what if you want to look at farming assets and you're developing that income, do you want taxable income or tax-free income? And then we got to figure out what those assets are and how do we incorporate those assets, okay? Now, what's amazing by that farming YouTube channel I watch is that there's dis different parts of the year in different fields where they're growing corn and they're growing soybeans. And then when they, here's what's crazy, I love this. When they're taking out the soybeans, they're also dropping seeds of radishes and different, different other vegetables behind the combine because what they're going to do is that when they're done yielding, farming, harvesting that field, they're going to have their cows go walk that land, eat the radishes and the vegetables and the clippings of the soy and what do the cows do? They fertilize the ground. They put holes in the ground. They fertilize it with their, you know what, and they're cleaning it up and there's different functions. That's amazing. And as a business owner, I do the same thing. You do the same thing. 
right? There's certain aspects where we want to look at aspects of our business that can help grow what we want to grow and yield fruit or yield a harvest from our business. So that's why we like the farming assets analogy, because it gives us that mindset of toiling, of working the land, of working our business, and we're not going to always yield what we want to. Now, there, my next book that I'm coming out with, and so my book, Farming Assets, is actually at the publishers right now. And so we're trying to fine tune, make sure all the I's are dotted and all the T's are crossed. And I have all the commas and periods where they need to be. Make sure I'm using the right tenses and all this kind of stuff. I'm not a writer. I'm a talker, as you can tell, but I'm not a writer. And so we're going through that process, but I'm already starting to write my third book, Asset Buddy System. And it's a process of understanding how do I have assets, what we've been talking about, why and what kind of assets, what kind of yielding of fruits and vegetables on my farm, what, what kind of harvest do I want? What kind of assets do I want? And how do I organize them? Just like the farming group in the YouTube channel in Nebraska I was talking about, they have a process. Certain fields, now all their fields are broken up into 80 acres lots and every 160 acres and, and so on and so forth are specifically designed and they're a part of a co-op. So all the farmers in the area harvest, they go to the co-op and co-op works for all them, right? So there's a process associated with their different assets to do what? To allow them all to work with each other. That's what the asset buddy system is. How do you utilize your existing assets? So I have business owners that come to me all the time and I'll give you an example here. So Business owner A comes to me and says, hey, Bob, I have a business and I feel like I'm paying too much taxes. I'm working with my CPA and it just kind of seems like every year is the same thing. I just kind of feel like a hamster in a wheel, right? Where that's essentially the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. So you're not insane as a business owner, but that action and that experience feels like you're going insane because you know there's a different thing that you can do. You know it because you hear it, you see it, and internally, you know that that can be done, right? And so as a business owner, you're sitting there and you're going, huh, okay, well, business owner A has his business. Now, let's say that's all he has, okay? And I have business owner B, and she has a business as well, but she also knows that, you know what, I should be saving up for a rainy day. You know, I've, I've heard or went to a workshop, I bought a book or bought a late night course when I couldn't sleep thinking about my business. And I'm also putting some extra money into real estate, okay? And you have business owner A just has their business. Business owner B, she has her business plus another asset, real estate. Now, it doesn't matter what kind of real estate at this moment in this example, okay? Then we have business owner C. Business owner C is a couple, married couple. They have some older kids that are in the family. So it's a family business. So A just has the business. B has a business plus real estate. C has multiple things because it's a family. All the family's working well together and they... All of these guys have different expectations or experiences. So business owner C or group C, they have a business. They actually have a couple businesses. They're putting a little bit of money in real estate because they like the idea of that that positive cash flow, that consistent, someone's paying for that asset, right? The reason why we like real estate, which is why business owner B decided to purchase real estate on her own. But they also have some other thoughts and ideas that they want to do, but they're just not sure what to do. They know they could be doing something else, but they're just not sure. So let's say all three of these business owners come to us. 
They come to Terra Firma Business and Financial Consultants and they, they knock on our door and they say, okay, Bob, here's my situation. So business owner A, his situation is what? Well, I've got a business. I feel like I'm paying too much in taxes. Great. That's wonderful. Well, it's not wonderful, but we have now an idea why you're meeting with me. Now, why do you want, what's, what's the point? What are, what's your goal? What do you, what, if you, we were to help you reduce some of those taxes, what would you want to do with that? Would you, you want to go buy a boat or a snowmobile or, you know, I don't know, go buy a dirt bike or mountain bike. I, what do you want to do? Right. And understanding, no, you know what, Bob, I really want to, I haven't really been, been preparing for my retirement, so to speak. And I don't plan on retiring, but you know, if my health starts causing me to have to do less and work less and it affects my business, I want to be able to have a separate nest egg just in case so I can still take care of my, my family and, and do the things that my wife and I want to do and or whatever. Great. Okay. So we put a plan together. And that's what the asset buddy system does. First, we do farming assets and we look at what assets they have. They have a business. What do you want to accomplish? And then we start developing a game plan. And then we go into the asset buddy system and executing that game plan. Now, business owner B, remember, she already has her business and real estate. And she kind of is feeling a little bit like business owner A, where she's like, well, I know I could be doing more and, and, and saving some more in taxes. I believe I could be doing a little bit more in, in what I'm trying to accomplish. So I'm just not sure how to do it, right? I'm really good at my business, but I'm not really a real estate person, right? I just, I'm just doing it because I, I've heard and it sounds like a good idea. And I know I need to be doing something. So same thing, farming assets, we come in play and we look at their her business. We look at her real estate, the different holdings and what it all is. We organize it and then the asset buddy system comes into play and we reorganize everything to create that same outcome she's looking for where business owner B was similar to business owner A, just in case, right? I'm not gonna retire. I love what I do. I love helping people and I just want it just in case. Something always happens and I just, I'm sure something is going to happen. I just want to be prepared for it. Great. Now, business owner C, the group, the family group, same thing, right? But it's multi-generational, right? So you have mom and dad, they have adult kids and they have grandkids and mom and dad want to make sure the grandkids are taken care of and, and the, the adult kids want to make sure their kids are taken care of. But more importantly too, they want to make sure they're taken care of because they're still in their working years and, and they've read and heard about family businesses don't always succeed and blah, 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 blah. Same thing, farming assets. We look at all their assets. We look at what they want to do. We start doing an asset buddy system and organizing the assets to where it's productive for them. Now, when you're looking at the different assets, again, it's the crops. What kind of crops? What kind of farm do you want to have? What kind of assets do you want to, what kind of income do you want to create? What is our goal and game plan? And that is the idea. And that's what I just wanted to share with you. What, why farming assets as a podcast name? What's that mean? Economic termites and asset buddy system. And what's, what's an asset coach and tax strategist like on our YouTube channel name? What is that? What's that mean? And that's essentially what we do. Every business owner is in a similar situation where they're growing their field of harvest, they're harvesting, and they want to figure out how do I utilize this land even better? Just like the example of the YouTube channel of the, the couple who are helping their family work their their, their fields in, in Nebraska, and they have certain processes and aspects of what they do. We do as well. And so I just wanted to share, share that with you because, you know, we're... Like I said, I've been gone because we were looking at another franchise brand. We were looking at another asset, another 
another asset to yield a harvest? And how does that match with everything else we're putting together? And what you want to happen is that your assets, as you put them together, they yield new assets, new benefits, new opportunities. And that's the key. You want your assets to work hard for you because you work hard for them. But you want them to continue to work hard for you as you're unable to work as hard for a period of time. Okay. And there's a period of time where those assets will constantly and continually yield the right type of fruit at harvest time. So again, if you like our channel, please subscribe, give us some com comments down there, give us a thumbs up, share this with everybody you want to share it with. Anybody and everybody, it's awesome. It's great. If you want to, you want to provide any additional feedback, we'd love to hear feedback or things that you want our opinion on and, and, and maybe use a one of our episodes for a question that you have. That, that would be very helpful. For me, it would be. So I don't have to think of new things on my own. But uh, thank you so much. My name is Robert Wolf. I am this founder of Terra Firma Business and Financial Consultant. You're listening to Farming Assets Podcast, or you're watching the YouTube channel, Asset Coach and Tax Strategist. Make it a great day. God bless. Bye-bye. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.